you gonna hold it the whole time? I mean, it's, it's fine, right? It sounds great, but I don't want you to like hold it for an hour and a half or however long this is. I mean, I have the computer on my shins. I'm on the couch in a slightly uncomfortable position. Holding the mic is like the least of, it's fine. This is no problem. <laughs> this is just where we're at today. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so hi everybody. Sean, Sean's having a day. He is on the couch. <laughs> I mean, look at the boys. This is the vibe of the house. Oh, hi boys. One's on the on the chair, not supposed to be on the furniture. That rule obviously has failed. And then the good dog's like right there, just like we're just gonna chill. Like this is hi, the vibe Jojo. of the house. Sweet babies. This is today. Just useless. So how are you? We actually today I'm excited. We have quite a few um write-ins from people, stories and such. Um <sighs> what? But I have to tell, I have to tell you. So I actually haven't kept it in because I didn't know if I could make it public yet. But I can make it public now. Um, Sean and I are, are you doing, pregnant? No, no. Oh, <laughs> you had like no. a very high, like a very high distribution of like um, workup in that one sentence. No, I've kept it out of the podcast because I didn't know if Chris had like told the kids <laughs> it or anything. But you and I are doing Beauty Act three this fall. Yes. I've kept it out of the podcast. And Sean and I have never done Beauty Act 3 together, but we're doing Beauty Act 3. And I haven't done it. Since Wait, you have? Yeah, I've kept it out. I haven't even noticed it's been gone. Yeah, kept it out. Because I didn't know if like, anyway, we're doing we a We literally talked Prince. about it multiple days in a row on this podcast. But I've kept out what ballet is. I didn't even notice when I listened to it. Yeah, I kept Midsummer in because we know we're doing that. We've done that. But I didn't know if he told the kids that you and I were doing Aurora and Prince yet. But yes, we are. So all that to say, <laughs> I haven't done that part in 13 years since 2010. And I started on the solo this morning and I did get about halfway through. So that's not bad for a 13 year gap. But, you know, this is how I operate. So I've never done it. No, you've never Ever. done it. And because we've been talking about Bluebird, Prince. this is what you listeners yeah. don't know. Sean was talking about Bluebird last week, but there was a whole there was a little bit about us doing Aurora and Prince that I had to cut out because I didn't know if it was public. But yes, we are doing Aurora and Prince in the fall. Only Act Three. I am not doing Act One ever again if I can help it. But anyway, um, well, is Giselle public? Yes, Giselle oh, is public. Are you going to bleep that out? Oh okay. no, Giselle is public absolutely. But I didn't know like. If he had told the kids, the kids knew we were doing Beauty X3, but I didn't know they knew I was doing it. I would have just always assumed it would have been you yeah. if I was there. Is that weird? Is that no. me just being parental? I just would have, I feel like I, that's what would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless like it was announced like in your little, in, in the school, like we're doing Sleeping Beauty and like, has the casting gone out for it yet or no? No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Because I was like, well, maybe then someone thought they were going to do it. But I was like, if the casting went out, I would have been like, well, Katie's doing Aurora, obviously. Well, and but, he, you know, he's going to add, I think he's going to put Lilac in there and let a Lilac do a solo. And we'll do the full, you know, Bluebird and all the things. And because we actually have two boys that can both do it. So, um, cool. yeah, they're they're young. They're like 13 and 15 and they'll be phenomenal there there are two boys that went to ygp finals they're amazing so we've got our bluebirds anyway no, Sleeping Beauty, third act such a good option because it allows a lot of like use mm-hmm. that is an easy 
is it one show or two shows? What are we doing? Two. It's two shows. See, and it's like easy things then to swap out casting because they're all just like drop diverts. So it's not like a lot of intricate rearranging of like patterns. It's like, oh, we can swap out casting easily. Mm-hmm. It's a very good option, I think, for schools and everything else like that to do. Yeah. And you don't need the Rosadagio. You don't need the vision scene. There's not a lot of big core stuff that has to happen. I think he might do a little like polonaise and stuff, but like. It's, yeah, there's Mazurka couples. Yeah. So it's it's a great one. Um, and so you and I'll do Midsummer in the first half and mm-hmm. Act Three in the second half. Two days in a row. So it's gonna be a lot, Sean. <laughs> oh, it's two days? It's two days. It's a Saturday night and a Sunday. Oh, that's it. I was thinking two in one day. Mm-mm. Oh, so two days is like whatevs. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. I don't know. I've never done it. I'm talking about like I've done it and you're the one that actually had had to do it before. Well, act one is the killer. So the fact that we don't have to do act one, I'll be fine. I've never only had to do act three. Actually, that's not true. I did do act three by itself once and it's not bad at all. So. Yeah. And we'll and Midsummer's like a nice, easy warm up. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, not for you. Your back has to be prepared and on point for it. But no, I'm preparing like now. I'm like, OK, we got to get in shape for like September now. So. Oh, my God. That means I have to get in shape now, too, for this. OK. It's motivation for class during the summer. There you go. Speaking of beauty. So all that to say, I did the solo this morning and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But have you, are you doing beauty in Orlando like we talked about last week? I don't think so at this point. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. So I'm assuming no. Oh dear. And yes, should I have emailed them this week and just followed up? Probably that would have been me going above and beyond to do that. But at the same time, if you reach out to a person to hire them the responsibility then is on you to give the details and there were slight communications with weeks in between of communications mm-hmm. and this is what happens when you have depression anxiety and probably undiagnosed adhd you just there's i've done other things and send an email an email would have literally taken five minutes but i'm like hmm, i have other things i have to do <laughs> done that i've so done that though like <laughs> I could be doing emails. Meh. It's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, if they, if I, if it was like urgent, they would have, uh, Paul is saying at dinner the day when he's like, so like, what's the likelihood of you doing this? I'm like, he's like, you haven't heard from him, have you? I'm like, no, but I could whip it out if I had to, like in a day. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, I'll do anything for a dollar. I could do it easily in a day. Bluebird, no problem. Yeah. But the fact that they like, nothing about like costumes can i supply my own do they need measurements for anything the last thing i heard was like three weeks ago about a possible schedule that i said that week-long thing might not like here's a better option and then radio silence and i texted them like a long message to the person i was in communication with when i was at jury duty and i've heard nothing ever since and when we did talk on the phone like a few days before there was no email that he said was going to happen by the end of that day or the next day of the actual layout of the information and the video clips so I could learn prior to. Mm. So to me, I am quietly just going to back up, back away. Yeah. You have to no at this bridges point. burned. Yeah. I wouldn't say no to working with them again. I will just make sure everything is done up front mm-hmm. on the second round of communications. It will be, here's an email with boom, 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 boom. 
great book all my stuff great confirmed great moving on no yeah. questions i'm just i'm like you and i'm too nice mm-hmm. see you and i have this when problem it com- when it, yeah when it comes to this type of thing because i know how important like bringing guests in is mm-hmm. wait that's not the right is that the right grammar bringing in guests there we are that sounds better sorry guys i've had a lazy day and i'm half a pina colada in already so we have no shame here this will be fun <laughs> i recommend okay this is not a sponsored ad but it's a full sponsored ad the Cutwater cocktails in a can Team, oh. you have to try them they are so good okay they have like all the they have like the margaritas they have the mai tais the pina colada it's the best it's like oh whatever yeah sorry well this is my favorite thing yesterday i recommend it was you i said we were going to record yesterday and i said can you record and you were like i can't today because paul and i now have to go shovel gravel at his parents oh yeah we did tell us about the gravel shoveling (laughs) it wasn't even it wasn't even that oh it was easy so like at their house they were doing um they were like making uh walkways in their little like outdoor space because Mm -hmm. they had like the rocks there's a full body language, sign language happening. Sorry, guys. Uh, they have uh, like the big, what the f- is the word? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I think so. Like the big stones, like the like walking the, stones. Yeah, like the- the that you the, have in the ground. The pavement, like the- The pallets. Pav- pavers. Pavers. Yeah, there you go. See, we get there they eventually. The, yeah, we get there. They had their paver. Oh my God. They have the pavers like- they had them in mulch and they were just sinking over the past like year or whatever. So they were like doing nice like gravel rockways to put the pavers in. And I guess they did one of them previously because they just kind of started on a whim, I guess, one day. And I was like, why didn't you call us to help with the two? Because they had they ordered three tons of gravel. Mm. Tons. T-O-N. Like a f-ing whale. They ordered a dolphin. <laughs> why are my references? So I love ridiculous. your references. They're so good. But oh they're God. very accurate. They're a very dolphin ac- is two tons. They're very accurate. Yes. And I was like, why didn't you call us like to help move this last? And they're like, we just kind of started and it just happened. We didn't realize like whatever. So then the second time they had me, Paul, and Jimmy's brother come last night. Hmm. And I forgot we agreed to like the day before. But it was like right at 530. I was like, oh, I can't record my podcast now. I have to go move. It was super easy. It was between the three of us. Paul didn't even make it because he was he got held up at work. But like it was like me jimmy and paul's dad and we did it in an hour nice like three tons of gravel yeah it nice. was fine but yeah that's that's why we couldn't record nice i was moving gra- i was moving gravel so we have a lot on the agenda today we have to talk about our we have to eventually do our book club which i'm getting more and more frustrated with um we have to talk <sighs> about i have the two the emails from people that i want to talk about um, and you last week wanted to talk about Little Mermaid, but we never got around to it. Oh yeah. And it's coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where should we start? Also, what have you, we didn't even hear what you've done this week now since being back. I guess oh you got gosh. back to the wedding on Monday or Sunday. Philly. But- Philly. Yes. Yeah. I, so my week was lovely, but also rough. Thursday, I was supposed to fly to Philly because I was going to go a day early. Marie and I were going to do work, all the things, my business partner. And because she lives in Philly, I was going to stay with her. Thursday. Oh, she two- does? Yes, she does. She moved from New York. This is like a reading Philly. rainbow moment. The more you know. I didn't yes. even know. 
She lives in Philly. The more you know. She lived in New York forever and she was like, Philly is just this great, but way cheaper and you can easily get to New York. Mm -hmm. And I was like, amen, sister. So she has a beautiful townhouse in Philly. But anyway, I was supposed to go. We were going to do like a girl's day and work and things like that. 2.30 a.m. You remember you and I recorded last week's podcast and I told everybody I was ill. 2.30 a.m. Thursday, I wake up with a 102 fever with (gasps) cannot breathe. Like it was so bad. It was so bad. So I'm calling Delta at 2.30 a.m. I I text immediately texted her. I didn't know what time it was. I didn't care. I was like, hi, I'm not coming until tomorrow. So I called Delta at 2.30 a.m., which the wait time was zero, by the way, at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> and I said, hi, I'm very, very ill. Can you just put me on the same flights for tomorrow? And they did it in two seconds. And thank you, Delta. You're awesome. So I ended up staying home Thursday. And the fever was on and off all day. It was bad. So I was I was not good. And so then I drugged up and went to Philly on Friday and did my Philly weekend on full. I tried not to like let people know, but I was full Theraflu, full like ad, like the whole weekend was kind of rough. Just today I'm starting to feel better. Um, it was it was rough in terms of sick, but it was such a joy. I had over 50 adults in two days and I taught them the opening of serenade and it was so special and just, you know, just the, the, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And they had a blast. Um, I taught the other teacher was Amy Novinsky. She is at the Philadelphia ballet school and she is brilliant with adults. If anybody's an adult dancer, look her up, Amy Novinsky. I want to do more with her. And we also had a, a level of like young students, pre-professionals. Um, those levels are always smaller for me. For whatever reason, I think I I think pre professionals mm-hmm. just have a lot going on on the weekends, like recitals and competitions, and but oh, yeah. it was such especially a, right now in this season. Yeah, and one of the big schools there that we are known friends with, they were all like on a New York trip that weekend, so it's like mm-hmm. there was stuff going on. So, but it was such a joy. I love teaching adults. I really do. So the the fact that they had the best time was amazing. But other than the fact that I was on a lot of medication weekend just to get through. Um, yeah, it was lovely. So that was my rest well, of the week. At least you could teach them like Serenade so you could do it on autopilot, you know, the mm-hmm. opening. Mm-hmm. That's just like what, in your blood now at this point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like no questions, no thoughts or whatever. And I'm sure they love that because that's such an iconic, yes. it's so simplistic and so iconic. Yeah. And from all the women that I know that dance Serenade, find it very fulfilling mm-hmm. to just do that that like that moment like from the cover from the sun to the head yes I'm sure they all loved it and just the feeling of you're in that position when the curtain goes up and just the breeze on your face and the audio you can literally hear the audience go <gasps> you know it's that's that's a special moment so and the music mm-hmm. oh Sarah not so so stunning it is all about the women that ballet is all about the women those poor those poor oh. boys in the blueberry outfits like i did that i know you did that was my serenade spot because uh-huh. i was so, i did it as an apprentice i did it in the opera house at pnb and i also did it up in Vail. we did it up in Vail on tour when i was at pnb and we did it right after like as the sun was like setting in the outdoor Aww. amphitheater and because the outdoor amphitheater has like no backdrops, whatever, you just see like the trees and like they have like a like a dirt, like a garden hill at the back of the theater mm. and in the mountains. It was 
just beautiful mm. to see all the women like standing there and it was like they were like glowing in the light and mm-hmm. you saw like the lush like i think dancing up there we did square dance that was really fun up there and sarah Nod. and those two stick in my brain mm-hmm. of like just the visual aspect of it mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh yeah that was that was a special moment like outdoors a slight breeze oh it's so special like doing it in saratoga it's the same thing like doing it outside oh yeah in saratoga was the same thing but i feel so bad for the boys because the two principal men do something but the four core men are on stage for what a minute like it's a minute oh of like the partnering section it's probably it's probably a minute total between the first like arabesque catch what do we do, we do a pirouette arabesque Yes. thing. Yes. And you go back and forth between. Yeah. And then the carry at the very end. It's probably a minute total. total. Yeah. And I remember hearing at City Ballet, we were at, I don't know if it was the year I was, I can't remember. It's one of those stories you hear. You can't remember if it was like your year or not, but we were at Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen and the theater's in the middle of the theme park. And so Apparently, the Blueberry Boys, as we call them, went and rolled the rode the roller coaster at half hour. Came back in and did Serenade and made it in time. Like <laughs> just like, oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. Signed in. I don't left. Rode the roller coaster. Oh, came back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. No, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I was told at PNB. With a hat, because we used to get in trouble as like PDs for signing in, leaving, and coming back, especially like when you were just covering a core spot. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the stories once was, I guess it happened was, um, and it happened a lot anytime we did mixed spills that had the big full length at the end. So, like when we did like theme, ballet imperial, diamonds, that like the PDs weren't covering a ballet until the very last ballet of the night mm-hmm. and it was like sign in go up and get a snack at like the store and come back down kind of thing um but then i found out i guess the half hour rule you can't leave whatever because someone did sign in once and got hit by a car <gasps> across oh the street oh my gosh like they, yeah like they like signed in and went to across the street and they got hit by a car oh that's terrible now is is that an urban legend that's been passed down i don't know but like it was told to me from the stage manager as like fact. Yikes. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, when you sign in, you are not allowed to leave the building until the show's over. Is that what you what you guys did? Or like until you're done with it your ballet? It all depends. Yeah. Yeah. So at PMB, it was if you were a company member, you didn't have to be in the building. You had to be within a 10 minute radius. So we all lived within 10 minutes anyways. Yeah. Um, we would sign in. Uh, well, as a company member, we would just call a half hour and say, hey, is everyone signed in for my Us spot? Us too. We but didn't a, have to be there. Yeah. But as a PD, like a trainee or whatever, we had to we had to be in the theater until the end of the ballet. Mm. Just in case. And as a PD who went on a lot of times for other people, it, it happens. And I, I only got thrown in midway through a ballet once. And it was after the women did. I saw two women get thrown in in the middle of theme and variations, like in the middle while people were dancing and in the middle of Ballet Imperial. And I also saw it during square dance with the principal couple. The, mm. the principal woman went down during the pot and then 
Carrie Emler just jumped in for the girls dance cold. Of course she did. Of course she did. Stone cold, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you that story ever? I don't know. I feel like I've heard it. Maybe we talked about it on here. I can't remember. When, like, she was in her Bally Imperial crown in sweatpants on the side. Oh, dear. And they literally ripped the crown off of her. And she did, like, eight prances and then did square dance. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It was literally, like, the day after I got thrown in for theme and variations in this mix bill. So I was, like, up on up on on deck like stage level yeah watching because my the guy i got thrown in for was doing square dance core and then had to do it was like square dance in the middle theme no valley imperial valley imperial Mm. um and it was uh so i was upstairs watching because i was like my guy's on shaky ground so i need to watch him bring square dance to see if i'm going to do theme again today or not so i'm upstairs chilling like watching square dance and it was Ben and Calorie, and she, during the pause, she like slipped or went down or something, fell on her tailbone, did the pot of square dance, which I don't know. So now that I've done the principal spot, it's like the first movement into the pa kind of blend together ish, mm-hmm. and it blends into the next section. Like square dance kind of just keeps on blending because like you never really leave stage; you have to stand and watch because it's like look like you're in class watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but she went down during the pa. And then Carrie Emler was doing the ballet Imperial principal girl at the time. So she was like upstairs and watching. She had her tiara, her big like gem tiara on in like sweat, sweatshirt, sweatpants. Um, I think she might've had points on. I'm not sure. And Ariana was beside her and stuff. And she was watching. She goes, Oh, is she okay. But we heard like the stage manager who was upset. It's like, Boyd Bender, please come to stage manager. Please come to stage level now because they wanted to like check. And it was literally like, uh, Howard was like sitting in the wing with Ben across the stage because she went down and Ben came back on and did the boys dance next um, and everything else. And then it was Carrie's like, oh, is she OK? Like, she's still sitting. Should I go put my like squirt? Because she's like a, the, another cast of square dance principal. She was like, should I go put like a square dance costume on just in case? So she went and just like put the white leotard and skirt on in her tiara still and came back to stand. And then the boys dance was getting closer to being done and she was still sitting over there with boyd and carrie's like is she gonna go on is she like and then all of a sudden ariana like is taking off her little crown it was like the boys dance we were just doing the boys were just doing the up down the very end Mm -hmm. and then she's like i can do it i can do it took off her sweats oh my god ariana like licked her little like licked her fingers like put her like wispies down she did eight prances and then all of a sudden she just like ran out she's like last thing i remember her saying was like i guess i'm doing it and like ran out for the girls dance and it's like jumpy it is jumpy isn't it did the she did the whole it's all that articulated footwork with the girls dance everything dun 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 that like all that like coupe like like everything calorie was still on the floor on the other side ben was did not know what was happening because he was on stage dance because ben uh griffith and it was like the I was we were all just like what oh dear and she just did it she just did it I mean because she's a beast and she can do anything it was like one of the craziest like mid mid show switches I've ever seen like the most casual calm no stress like okay and hardest switches I've ever seen wow and then it was just like Ben came on it's like I guess I'm doing this with you now mm. happened and then they it was it was yeah. This wow. is why you have to stay 
why you have to be in the theater. Yeah. I believe it. It happens. It's that's crazy. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I my my favorite story is that I was I was on stage for Emeralds and Rosemary Dunlavy is running around the theater looking for me to put me in diamonds. (laughs) And it never occurred to her that I was on stage. So I didn't I didn't end up going in. Wait, were you in the core? I was in the core. That's why she didn't think you were on stage because you're not you were doing that. You're she probably thought you were like principal emerald, and that's not the thing you were doing right that night. It's so funny. You, everybody at has that sworn point you me. wouldn't be doing core. They everybody has sworn to me that they have seen me do the principal and emeralds. I've never done it, and everybody's like, "But I remember no, but you watching were, you." I'm like, "Nope, never did it." But you were cast to learn it and stuff. I was you cast were to in learn the rehearsals. It. Yes, I was in the rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, but I never did yeah. it. But you were. Yeah, because you were a baby when you were cast. Mm-hmm. Weren't you like 19 doing like learning Principal Emeralds? Yeah, 18, maybe 19. Yeah. Yeah. Walking so girl. I'm sure that's why people like, I'm sure people, I mean, people watched rehearse it. So that's obviously in their brain. And they all knew that's like your rotation next time around when yeah. the senior girls leave. Yeah. But the fact that you were doing core Emeralds. Yeah. So I never, I never ended up going in because there was no time. She got somebody Wait, else. Wait, did you ever learn the core of diamonds? No. I, I, I think it was going when I was doing Juliet. Like we were, like Juliet rehearsals were going simultaneously as diamond core. And they were like, oh, you're mm-hmm. fine. You're short anyway. You should learn it just in case, but you're short. So you probably wouldn't be the one to go in. So I remember always going to Juliet instead of going to diamonds core. Mm. And so then when it came time to put somebody in, they wanted to put me in. I mean, I I was really short, though. I would have looked weird. But I never ended up doing it. Rubies either. Never did rubies. Never learned rubies. I could see that. Because you guys, when you guys did jewels, it, you guys only had one cast of everything still there, right? And pretty much. For like rubies and emeralds and diamonds. It was like one cast. The same cast kept on doing it over and over. A lot, yeah. And either you did no more than two jewels. Like the emeralds people were the emeralds people, the rubies people, like most companies, because it's such a big ballet, the core has to double or triple up. Yeah. Very few of us did. So. Yeah. People would do like emeralds and diamonds, but rubies you always did Mm. by itself. You never did rubies and diamonds, I think. We definitely had to do all of them in one night. Oh, I bet. It's very common. And because uh, rubies, they used first cast was senior core. Second cast was like newer core. So sometimes they would have like a night off. And emeralds for the core is nothing. It was all new core girls when we did. It was like the young core girls. And then a couple random seniors are like, I'm only doing this because I'm the least senior of the senior. Like, yes, it was like the girls that have been the core for like eight years and not 10. Like they were just a couple of years off kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And because the other senior core girls were doing pot of instead. So we were down a couple core. Yeah. But that's like, yeah. And then for diamonds, like I remember doing rubies and diamonds in the same, always in the same mm. night. Chris did pot of boy 800,000 times in emeralds. He did rubies principal, dem- uh, diamonds, demis, and emeralds pot of boy. Ruby's lead. He did Ruby's lead. I have photos right behind me. And then he did Pot of Twelve Boy and Emeralds and Demi's and Diamonds. So I would love to do Pot of Twelve Emeralds. I think that now that I'm older, if I if it came into the wheelhouse again, that's where I would have been put because the boys that were doing it when I was an apprentice when I did jewels and like my in the core, 
they were all senior core boys or soloists that were doing this. I was doing the same stuff. They It was like our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's where I would have been put for Emeralds, I would assume. I can see you doing Ruby's lead too, though. Yeah, I know. That's definitely my wheelhouse. And I would love to do it. I wish I would have done it here. There was political choices involved instead, and it's fine. But that's everywhere. Yeah. You know, ballet, everyone needs to know, ballet is not who's the best, who's best fitted for situations, and who is going to give the best performance of a role. Never. Let's be very clear about this. Never. Ballet is political. 100%. And bias. Mm-hmm. All the time. Bias everywhere. for a, an extreme difference of reasons. It can be bias for preference if they like if someone like who likes to watch. Bias of who they just like as a person. Bias of who they're trying to keep peaceful because of other reasons. And weird things like, well, I want a brunette in that part. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, that yeah. should be blonde. Like, Titania at City Ballet for a very, 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 very long time was always blonde. We never had a brunette, ever. That is crazy to me. Always blonde. Yep. For the, I like, I can't remember. I think until recently, she it was like a blonde all the time. I guess what? Maria Kurowski was probably the most brunette. And she's like dirty blonde. Like she's fortunate. Depends on what, if she had highlights or not at the time. Yeah. What what season? Yeah. But I remember photographs of her looking blonde in that part in Midsummer. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, that is. So look is a thing. Like people have specific looks for parts or whatever. But you told me about that hair co- like you said Martin's had a hair color thing. Oh, big time. For he made roles. Tyler Peck dye her hair dark for Juliet. But it was weird because Sterling was blonde, so I I don't know, but Tyler had to dye her hair for Juliet. Right? That's just mm-hmm. And I could see that. I mean, I could not I could, I not for the Juliet thing, but I I I do see people having like images in their head about certain things like I mean, we can go back to like Swan Lake stuff or whatever. Like I know people have a some crazies have like an image of a very fair Odette. And if you're not fair enough, then you won't do Odette mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or they'll paint you. Yeah. Um, and I know a girl that's happened to you twice. She was literally told she didn't do Odette because she was too dark because mm-hmm. of the image and the pe- people said, but like the hair color thing, but that's also like uh, my friend Emmy was told once, like she had to like darken her hairline because it didn't look, like into her hair so it was more visible because she uh she was literally told a brunette ballerina looks better on stage or something oh goodness and i was like wait i don't think that statement's accurate or true that no a quote-unquote brunette ballerina looks more I, i was like yeah we all like do things like shading and whatever for looks but like you can just like shade your hairline a little bit with some shadow just yeah like if you if it was a, I don't know, weird things. And maybe the really Titania so thing with, it's so weird. Maybe with the Titania thing with the blondes was that it's more fairy-like and he wanted just very, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? More like, doesn't well, look like a person if it all blends. Like, I don't know. For our midsummer, we used to have wigs for the men oh. at P&B. And the remake, the really pretty costumes that we that we wear now, or they they wear now i don't wear them anymore but i used to um the oberon had a black wig with like some dark blues in it 
to the really? sinister. Yeah. And then uh, the puck is the redhead wig that you see in like a lot of the photos. But those have now faded out. And I remember the last time they wore the wigs was when I was doing a little bug in the Midsummer Sadler Wells video for them. And yes. it was the last time I found out they wore the wigs. It was because, so, okay. So we were filming the, the DVD and one cast obviously is going to be shown, but they ha- brought two casts of print of company, you mm-hmm. know, to like rotate through because we were filming live shows for the mm-hmm. movie. So they had to have the consistency to like cut and paste the cameras yes. and everything else. So it was like three shows were the first cast principles of the company. Those were ones that would have been used for the footage of the company dancers in the video. Um, they brought one and a, and a half cast of us kids. So like, I think mm. five or six kids swapped out for a second cast, but not all of us. Um, and so on the two shows, that was like the second cast principles, they would focus more on us kids footage. So oh. in the filming, you will see two different people maybe in the same kid role. Like if, if you were actually looking at the kids and the bugs, like for the scherzo and stuff, no one would notice but us. Right. Um, but it's the same. And I remember one of the principal girls was like throwing up and she had to still dance because they had to film her. Mm. Um, Lisa Apple. And she was she threw up in a bucket behind the trees during the lovers like quarrel and everything. Oh, poor Fun thing. Fun stories. But uh, so the last thing they wore the wigs was because uh, it was Paul was already had black hair for Oberon and his second cast was Seth Belliston. Blondie, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they put Seth back in the black wig for Oberon because if they caught the back image of him or something, mm. they could still use that footage in the scherzo with us kids and everything. Yeah. Or anything like that. Um, because it was like, and he, and then Seth was first cast Puck. So he's the Puck in the video in the redhead wig. His second cast, Tim Lich, wore the redhead wig just to help for consistency aspects of the film. Yes. Which did not apply at all to any other role because first cast was Patricia Barker, blonde for Titania. Second cast was Anne, who was like very dark black hair. Same hmm. with um, whatever, everyone else. But uh, it was last time they actually wore the wigs from Midsummer, And they went, hmm. and now they, I guess, swapped over to normal hair, except for Puck. The Pucks will still wear the redhead wig if it looks like it could be natural on them. That makes sense. Because our city ballet, Oberon is sprayed gold. They literally spray mm-hmm. the hair gold to match the costume. And Puck is green. I think the hair is now green. They spray his hair green. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's he that like that's like, yeah, he looks like an Oompa So it's that's very <laughs> strange. And then the lovers wear those long, um, like cropped wigs, but they're they like wear wigs. The lovers yes. wear the wigs with the hats. Like very old fashioned court court wig. Yes. And like the usually it used to be the blue couple was blonde and the red couple was dark. So you had the <gasps> blonde couple and the brunette couple. And so I was the one of the very first, I never did it, Hermia's who was brunette, because Hermia was always blonde. But I started learning Hermia. And I remember thinking it was really, really odd because I was not blonde. She's blue. Blue was always blonde, red was always dark. That's funny because even in our new costume versions, we still had blue and red, but I, there was no hair coloration. We just had heights. We had the red was the tall couple and the blue was the short couple. Mm. Now now it looks like they're interchangeable. It looks like at PNB they're doing like similar height people, whatever, but yeah. it was definitely short and tall. Was yours short and tall too? No. 
Oh, really? Nope. The couples were like, they'll be like a short cast and a tall cast. Like you had to like <gasps> match up. My no, uh, it was Helena was Faye. Faye Arthur's. Really? I thought it was a short and tall Mm-mm. couple situation. It was a blonde and Because that's how I always thought. See, everything is different. You can go anywhere and it's all slightly different. So everyone already ha- always has these like, well, this is what it always is. That's not the f- case. It's mm-hmm. what it is there. Mm-hmm. And with who's in charge. Mm-hmm. That's bull. I had no clue. I yep. thought it was a short and tall couple spot. Always. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. And it was always a tall Titania and a short Oberon. That, absolutely. Titania is always tall. Absolutely. But- that did change when I was at PMB because Louise Nadeau became Titania and she is like 5'2". Oh, size. interesting. Huh. Peter did it. Peter actually cast her as Titania. Really? Yeah. Um, she had never, she obviously done Midsummer bajillion times beforehand. It was like, I think it was the year I, I did Bottom for the first time. The donkey. Um, yeah, she was. And to me, in my mind, I saw her do it in rehearsals. And I thought she'd already done it before. And I didn't realize she had never done it before because it just, well, one, she's stunning. And two, it looks so natural. But she did. So she's the divert principal couple on the video from South mm. Wells with Olivier. Mm. Um, and that's usually what she did. But because we were doing, you know, 12 shows of it, we had more, more cast. And they added, he added her to, T- to Tanya. And it just, she was short. I didn't think anything of it, didn't notice it, whatever. She was just beautiful. Yeah. And I think the Oberons now are taller and shorter as well. It's just pretty much whoever could do the Petit Allegro. Oh, that makes sense. I think City Ballet is still doing the short and tall Oberon Titania thing. I think we're I think we're out of the hair color, but I think we're still short and tall. Because I have not seen any... Yeah. Well, Andy Vayette's probably the tallest Oberon. Mm-hmm. He's probably the only one that's... He's... He's about He's six like, what, my foot. height? 5'10"? Maybe. Foot? Maybe 5'11". Yeah. I remember him in class with me. I think we're the same. We, yeah. like, he might be taller than I am, actually. He's the tallest Oberon. Little. By a long shot. Um, everybody else is little. Oh, that's a dream role. That is a dream role. Oh, you'd be so good at that. Down chains Oberon. If, if I am anywhere ever again that happens, I will go fight tooth and nail to get put in that room to just do it. Can I be your Titania? I stage for it. I want to be Titania. I'm way too short, but that's okay. You're, but in my mind, you're Titania. Like you're the you're the divert girl and the Tanya girl. In my mind, that's what you would do. Mm-hmm. But everyone thinks you're taller than what you are too, so it makes sense. That's true. I have big feet, so it works. That's not a real thing. <laughs> no, I'm tall on point. Yeah, but like even okay. So let's talk about midsummer. I was literally yesterday at the gym doing like my cardio, like walking up my like hill on the elliptical, not the elliptical, the treadmill. And I was watching our Midsummer video because I knew we had to do it coming up. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what I should do? I should watch this. And I was like, it was our dress rehearsal one, the one that we thought was trash. Oh, that actually was that good. Actually yeah. looked, that actually, yeah. I was like, because I was trying to find the performance footage and I couldn't find it, but I have that rehearsal. I was like, and because I, I, it started with um, our rehearsal footage from the studio popped up mm. from the first time we ever ran it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, where's the, where's the performance footage? And then I watched it. I was, I was like watching. I'm like, oh, God, this is so pretty. And it was like really – and I was like, you look tall. Like tall. you look like a six-foot – you, you and Kaylee would look the same to yeah, me Yeah, I look tall on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm not even 5'5". Five five. I'm not. I went to the doctor right? recently, like a couple months ago, and I'm like 5'4 and a half. Five I mean, I'm only 5'10 and a half, 5'11". So. Okay, well, then there you go. 
right? And everyone thinks I'm six foot or something. Yep. We definitely do look like, in that video, we look like a tall couple. Which is great, by the way. Also, for that, for costumes, I might have stuff here we can wear if you don't want to rent the same ones. Or we can. I don't care. I was going to ask you what you want, whatever you wanted to wear. Let me see what we got because we got so much stuff here. So. Okay. Because I liked what we wore. Yeah, they're beautiful. And I can easily just have her. And if you, if we can remember which ones they send, they only have to send one of them instead of both pairs now. Yeah. If you can remember what name was in yours. It was the bigger one. Taller one. Bigger one. Was it the Carrie Emler one? Yes. The Carla, Carla Carrie Emler? Yes. Did you wear the same bodice and skirt or did you mix and match? No. You were the same You mixed and, and matched. Uh, mine was attached already. Okay. No, I, yeah, I, I, wore, I mixed and matched. Yeah, I think so, I wore the small vest and the big shirt. So I can have them send it to us too. There's no okay. problem. And then I have my gold tutu. If you want to wear your gold nutcracker vest for beauty. Oh, I don't own that. <laughs> oh, you don't? That was made for me. That was made for me for Philadelphia oh. when I did Nutcracker there. And I said, hey, this is made for me. Can I have, Can I borrow it? So they just gave it to me. I didn't have to pay to rent it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, or I'll probably just grab something from this costume shop here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go in and have a fitting and just like grab like the uh, Cinderella Prince or the Sleeping Beauty Prince costume. I'll see what they have here in terms of dresses, but if we need to rent from PNB, that's fine. But um, Terry might have some. Terry has so many pretty things. So it was like anyway. one thirty-eight. It was super easy. Okay, it was like nothing. Cool. Okay, so let's get to emails because that was a long thing. Okay, the first email I have is from Laura. She's awesome. She is Canadian. She says, well, I'm not British, Canadian, actually. I'm a bit of a royal family nerd. And here's the clarification of some of the questions you had. Because remember, we had all those coronation questions. Yes. Okay. Camilla's title. Camilla's official title is Queen Consort. Before the coronation, she was called Her Majesty the Queen Consort to distinguish her from Queen Elizabeth II. Makes sense. Since the coronation, her title is Her Majesty the Queen. If Charles dies before she does, she will be called Her Majesty Queen Camilla. She originally was going to be just the princess consort, but in 2022, Queen Elizabeth declared she wanted Camilla to be queen consort. Interesting. Diana's title. So the title. consort is not a thing anymore? I guess not. Interesting. She was going to be princess consort, but Queen Elizabeth wanted her to be queen consort. Cool. Diana's title. While the press referred to her as Princess Diana, this is incorrect. When she was married to Charles, it was Her Royal Highness the Princess of Wales. After the divorce, she was simply Diana, Princess of Wales. So she's not Princess Diana. That's just a press title. But Princess of Wales. She is Princess of Wales. While married. While married. While married. Once they divorced, it was Diana, Princess of Wales. So I guess the order means everything, even though yes. she's still being called fucking princess. Yes, because she's not her but royal the order highness. Of is... Yes. Okay. So when you put the name in front of the fancy title, the kingdom title, so it's like Diana, princess of, it means she is not as high ranking. But when she is princess of Wales, Diana, that means she's royal still. Your your majesty. Her royal highness. Yes. Okay. Philip's title, Elizabeth's husband. Prince Philip was a prince of Greece and Denmark when he was born, but he resigned his titles to marry Queen Elizabeth. 
when men marry into the royal family, they do not inherit their wives' titles. He was given the title of Duke of Edinburgh, but was never made king because it would mean he would symbolically outrank the queen. He was created a prince of the United Kingdom in Northern Ireland in 1957. That makes sense. They kept him in his place. Secondary, yes. Second fiddle. Yes. Okay. And finally, the Church of England, the religion of the royal family. Let's see. Church of England, the religion of which the royal family is in charge, allowed people to divorce but not remarry if their divorced spouse was still alive. Wallace Simpson's first two husbands were still living when she wanted to marry Edward, thus the abdication. The church later overruled, overturned this rule in 2002, allowing all divorced people to be married, which is why Charles could marry Camilla despite her ex-husband being alive. Same with Meghan and Harry. Oh, was Megan, Megan oh, Mary, was married Megan before. Was married prior yes. to. Yes. Gotcha. She says, I hope that clears up a couple of things. Keep up the good work. And I can't say what can't wait to see what comes next. Regards, Laura. Thank you, Laura. That's amazing. That makes so much sense. Thank you. Cause like gotcha. I I just I as much as I I too love and read and all that stuff, I I'm not that well versed in it. That makes sense to me. It's interesting they had to keep Philip second, like they had because yes. of their traditional aspects. They're like, he can't get the name because he would outrank the actual birth into queen. Yes. Which is weird that he would, that that title would have even outranked her, even though right. he was married in. And they won't be like, they won't just use like logic, like, well, he's married in, so he has this title, but she's technically, like, they had to like officialize it on paper. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This next email is from caroline she says hi katie and sean you asked for bad or interesting stories about audience members at ballet so here at ballet so here they are she has three of them number one during sleeping beauty wedding potada there was a preteen girl with some developmental disability i think she might have had autism but it could have been an intellectual disability she was sitting in front of me and whispered all when they kissed at the beginning that was the same show an old guy's phone went off and it took him a while to turn it off well, that's cute about the girl that she went, oh, but yeah, yeah, turn your phones off, people. It's really annoying. There was so to go off of that, like, oh, like a very sweet moment that you like you want to hear on stage. Mm-hmm. Those things. There was one. Well, when we were here and it was um, some little girl yelled out. I can't remember who was dancing. Was it? It was either Carly or Caitlin. You're beautiful. And we heard it. Oh, so now, like, that's, like, a thing that we'll say to each other, like, you're beautiful. Oh, that's so cute. And it was, like, a, it was, like, word for word was very audible. So sweet. Yeah, it was Carly or Caitlin. I can't remember what it was, but it was definitely, like, you're beautiful. So sweet. Oh. Number two. I was in the nosebleed seats during Swan Lake. Some dude rose away, started whooping and clapping during the 32 Fuertes in Act 3. And yes, there was a pause between the Fuertes and the Alice Cones like you were talking about. <laughs> yep. Trash! It's a thing. Trash. Last one. Okay. A mom was sitting in front of me at Don Q with her five-year-old daughter. She decided to take her to see Don Q because the girl could sit through Nutcracker. Oh, boy. Turns out the girl kept whispering about the plot in the middle of the show, and her mom had to explain it to her. The poor girl didn't realize that act two was supposed to be a dream sequence. I think Don Q is kind of a hard story for kids to understand, and I didn't understand why the mom didn't take her daughter to see Swan Lake or Sleeping Beauty, which have more simple storylines. Very good point. I don't even know the story of of Don Q correctly. 
it's convoluted and messy. It makes no sense that the main character is Keytree and Basilio, but yes. it's called Don Q. Yes. He's out of nowhere. He's on like a mission. He's crazy. Dol- Why the hell is there a Dulcinea? Like, what is this random character? Why is there a vision that he pictures Keytree as Dulcinea? Why is there so, like, it makes no sense. Mm-mm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's that's what I got for today. So thank you guys for your emails. Super helpful. Yeah, the royal explanation was very, I like that. Thank you, Laura. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and guys, keep writing in if you want to work with Sean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing those online Zoom coaching. So either hit me up on my social media, the S. Rollison on my Instagram, or email our backstage banter email, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And if you're lucky, I'll do it in California, and Katie will be around, and she'll walk by the camera. There you go. Backstage banter, KM at gmail.com. Should we go to our our little book corner? Begrudgingly, yes. Team, I couldn't even finish the nope. section right now. I'm so over this. I'm so over it. <laughs> I don't I get could it. bail. I could bail right now on the book and not not care. I wouldn't feel like, well, what happened? Uh, nothing. There's no investment in this story plot anymore. No, it makes it is- complete sense to me now why they just took name characters, a quote-unquote theme from it, and wrote a different story that makes more sense. Yeah, the only thing they literally took were the names and the fact they were roommates. That's it. And that Alphaba is not wicked per se at all Mm-mm. but she's like misunderstood yeah for those of you just joining us sean and i are reading the wicked novel that the musical is based on and we're at, we were very excited about it and now not so much <laughs> like i'm at the she point is, <laughs> like i don't know i think you are farther than i am at this point now because i'm at the point that they're like out of the nunnery yeah nunnery yeah she goes to a nunnery for 10 years like where'd that come from i understand why she did that to save herself because she was like she was trying to find refuge because she was about to be a criminal because she tried to kill madame morrible like so the the running to the nunnery thing she also wants to be alone because she doesn't want anyone around her She she thinks Fiero's dead too okay i'm not that far what yeah she thinks something there was i'm literally on the road trip with the unnamed child that i think is either her son or her brother either or i don't Mm. know yet do we find out the answer no because she said some there's one line that says um she's met i don't want to give too much away to you if you want to keep reading it but she says something oh no i spoilers bring on the spoilers there's this princess who turns out to be an elephant have you gotten to the elephant princess yet no Today, I was going to make myself listen to like more to catch up. And I just, in my useless day of doing nothing, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. No, nope. I couldn't do it. And I was like, I'll make myself do it when I go to the gym. I didn't go to the gym today. I chose to drink a f- pina colada instead. So tomorrow, <laughs> I'm going to have to like make myself listen for four hours to finish. Yep. I have, I have seven hours left. Last week, we talked. I had 11. Now I still have seven or no, eight. I think I'm at seven too. Or something like that. But she says the elephant okay. princess asks her, like, why are you on this trek? And she was like, I need to, you know, my my f- lover's widow now. I have to make sure they're okay now that he's gone or something. So she thinks he's dead. 
I have exactly seven hours left. Oh, see, well then you're further than me because I have seven hours. Six hours and five. Well, hold on. I sped up my time. So let me go back to the normal speed. Oh. Oh, if I go to the normal speed, I'm at eight hours and 23 minutes. Okay, so I am am further ahead. Okay. I should speed it up. Oh my God. Why take longer? Go to (laughs) 1.2. Go to 1.2. It just, it talks like how I talk. It's like nice and quick. Okay. But not so fast that you can't understand. But it's I'm like, worried I oh won't get boy. everything. I mean, do we care at this point? No, that's true. I'm gonna read the spark notes afterwards and see what I missed. I love how like <laughs> grumpy you and I are. We're like, like <laughs> it's not it's just because not worth it anymore. I wonder if we would have read the book first and then saw the musical if it would have been different. But because Maybe. like you know how people like have seen Harry Potter but not read the books. I, I think you're one of them. Oh, I've read the books. Right? Am I right? I read the books. Oh, okay, okay. I saw okay. a movie. Did you read the or books two. first or you saw the movies first? I saw a movie or two first, and then not all of them. And then what happened was I was still married oh, to okay. Eric at the time. And he was a huge Harry gotcha. Potter fan. And so what we did was we would like read one and then watch it. And then read one and then watch it. So I did him like okay. that, which I actually gotcha. really liked. See, that's nice with the compare and contrast. You're already mm-hmm. invested, though. Mm-hmm. And you like both because the books are... Okay, maybe I was picturing a Harry Potter book when I was going to read this. And I was thinking extreme detail, very consistent, clear storyline. Mm-hmm. Things are not so convoluted that I can't trace. But like like in Harry Potter, there are little hints throughout the whole books, all right. every book that that like... Oh, this was said in the first one, and you're on book five, or like, the, like, but you're like, oh, yes, it's not so messy how it's done. Mm-hmm. Maybe because she created a whole world beforehand on all the pieces of paper and napkins and everything else. This just feels messy to me, and yes. it's like right and left field out of nowhere. Like, oh, it's like I'm writing, and there was no edit process to mm-hmm. like go back and review the storyline, like. They skipped a, a, a. Remember back in school when you had to do all those steps for a paper or, or a story yes. you were writing? You had to like do a pre write. Then you had to, oh no, first you do like an idea bubble thing. Then you had to do a pre write. Then you had to do like a rough draft. Then you had to revise. And now I know why you do that because yes. otherwise you get this book. Yeah. Like that's all I have to say this way. It's like all of a sudden, okay, now let's go to a convent. And you're like, where did that come from? That came out of left field. Like, what the heck? So yeah, like I said, I can get on board with the idea of going to the comment. It makes sense a little bit of the story, but I'm just like, what? It's how it's written to me that I get so confused while doing it that then I'm that I'm not connecting things yes. in my head. Yes, because I'm like, oh, this could be a, a very good part of the story. Like we can find out a lot. Like she goes, like, let's say she goes into silence and doesn't speak while she's there because she's so. She still feels so wicked and ashamed and her, her internal outcastness is like really kicking in and she feels she's to blame and everything's happening. Everything bad happened because of her because they were associated with her and she was yeah. making up these narratives like in her head. I'm like, oh, I could go with that. I don't have any of that in my head from the story. So I'm I, no. Oh, God. No. I'm so over it. So that's our book corner. for. <laughs> if anyone has read this book and loved it, yeah, please write in and explain to us why and how mm-hmm. because I must be missing the how. Yeah, because like the musical is just so delightful. It makes so much sense. The one thing that 
leads to the next. It makes so much sense to me. This and you know, you don't really get a lot of the internal feelings from people. Like we really haven't gotten any of Elphaba's internal thoughts or what she's going through or at like at all. It's just yeah, what's happening. She I mean, like I understand she's a walled up character trying to like wall out the world because she feels like is there a flashback that I can see of moments that when she was young that she was like shunned from yeah her f- I don't know family or the other kids like are you at a flashback scene because I'm not no I haven't had a flashback scene yet so are there no flashback scenes are there I thought there was I don't even know literally I'm at a scene now where a prince who we think is this old princess becomes an elephant that is literally literally where I am like it makes no sense and now all of a sudden though we now we are getting into how she becomes the witch because the princess is telling her like oh you're a witch or something I'm still not getting it but now I'm getting into why she becomes the wicked witch of the west this is the chore that we signed up for we signed up for a chore we are not doing the next three books in this series though Sean and I will pick a different book we already have one in mind oh yeah I would happily at this point. Okay, so I, I don't mind saying what book I. I it hit me randomly. I was like laying out by the pool, and I was like, "The Queen's Gambit." Yes. It's another film or TV series. Which did you watch the TV series? No, I have not watched the TV series. Oh <gasps> wait, really? No, I have not. And so that's why I'm like, "Oh, do I read it first and watch, or do I watch it and then read it?" See, I don't know. Tell me what to I've do. watched the TV series. I don't know. I don't know what you want. I mean. You can do, you can watch TV series and we can go in it on the same mind, like the same starting place. Mm-hmm. Or maybe don't watch it first and, and then we can compare and contrast like the differences of our intakes of it. I don't know. Mm. But this the series is good. Okay. I feel like it's something like, I would like too. I feel like it's very yes. right up my alley. Like Downton Abbey, Queen's Gambit, like very, I'm not kind of interested. It's an era. It's, a, it's an era. Yeah. It's not as far back as, Downton Abbey, but it's an era, mm-hmm. and it's like a really cool, like retro. It's very, and it was like a visually, it was really fun to watch. What era is it? Is and fifties, like yeah, like fifties, sixties, I think. Okay, because like it, at one point, it kind of gets like that. the swinger aspect of like the sixties ish, nice or sixty seventies. It's like because you know the storyline at all of Queen's Mm-mm. Gambit. I know it's about chess, right? Yes, the lead That's girl it. is like this is. A chess like product like out of genius out of nowhere see that's all i know it's i want to talk about it now it's good hey. and i wish there was another like season of it oh. and the lead actress in it i had never i don't i don't remember seeing her beforehand but i guess we'll have the haircut they gave her i mean they made her like a they made her a very burning your brain visual character interesting and she just like she's so harsh and yet i'm so invested in her hmm. her portrayal to me really sucked me in. and dudley dursley's in it oh cool and you're like oh he grew up and aged really well huh <laughs> as, uh, as, as nice. some of the other harry potter right oh it, it's like it's like the neville longbottom you're like oh age did you great yeah yeah. Not so much for all the other ones, but for you guys and Emma Watson. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, that's a good one to do next, I think. I'll have to figure out whether I should watch it first or not. But we got to get through this book because we said we would. We said we'd do it. 
I'll make myself finish it by Monday. By Monday? Okay, I'll try. If if I if I only have like seven hours, okay, I can. So an hour at the gym, I can listen to it. I like go to the gym for like an hour fifteen. I'll just that's for, so that's three days. Let's say what day is it? Tomorrow, Monday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's three hours, and then I I can do three other hours. Like oh, I'm on a flight on Sunday night to Orlando, so that's two hours. I can just listen to it for at least an hour. Mm. And then fly flying back as well. Because well, you're going to Orlando Disney this World. weekend. Oh, you're going to Disney World. Oh yeah, for my birthday trip. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. Wait, you didn't know that? No, yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't know that we were already to June. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Right. Yeah. No, because Chris's birthday's on Saturday, so he's May twenty seventh. Yeah, we're at the end of we're at the end of May already. This is insane. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I get to see you soon, then. Right. Ish. Literally, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm so excited about going. I was like, oh, it's about to happen. It's really close. Oh. I'll be there like soon. Yeah. Yeah. I got to clean the guest room. I got a plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got to clean the guest room. Okay. We can do it. We can do it. I have to like plan things and like make sure I'm on top of my, yeah, it's like happening soon. And I realized, I don't know why it just hit me yesterday. I'm like, wait, I'm gone for two weeks. It like just hit me that I'm like, like a full 14, two weeks. And I was like, that's a lot to pack. Mm-hmm. It, like, I don't know why I was like, I was like at the gym thinking about it. Oh, because I was thinking of like one of the classes I'm teaching is the like cardio bar, ballet bar. And I was trying to think of like how to like what to do for it, and, like how to like what I want to incorporate and like what I want to yeah. set up. And and I was like, wait, there for t-. I was like, I gotta pack a lot. I'm gonna have to bring it, I'm gonna have to check a bag. I'm so excited to come down. It's I gonna be to awesome. And then you know, you can lay by our pool and stuff. So I know. I, I'm gonna I have to Google um where I can rent my bike for two weeks. Cause you know, I'm just gonna be like a really cool like Kelly local, just bike around everywhere. <laughs> Our house is like a ten minute drive from the studios, so it's not bad. See, I know I already googled like the distances for everything. I'm like, twenty minute bike ride is like perfect. Why not? Because I'm so cheap right now. Cause I spent all my money on my birthday Disney trip. I'm like, I'm biking. I was like, a bike for two weeks is eighty bucks. I'm not. Uber and to and from, and I can drive you too. Like, well, I know, and I'm, but I'm like, I can bike back and forth, and it yeah. will help me be active. And it's gonna be in Cali and sunny, and I'm just like excited. Yeah, there's bike lanes here too, right? Everywhere. Do you know that you guys banned the scooters, like all the bird scooters and lime scooter, like all those oh, like scooter shares? Oh, I didn't know. That's that. why you don't have them in your little area. All those electric scooters that we have like all around here and everywhere else that you like scan on your phone that you can ride and like scan to stop. Hmm. They're banned in Huntington Beach. I was looking. I was like, oh, I'll just scooter around everywhere. Hmm. No, they're banned. <laughs> and like the city bikes as well. Like, you know, like the bikes in New York that you like, you like, I'm not describing things well whatsoever. No, so I know, know what you're talking, talking about. about. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. All those like share things are banned for safety reasons, allegedly. And I was like, ugh, it's just because you guys are so fancy and rich out there in California. You don't want these, like, thrown on the side of the road, you fancy Californians. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Which actually makes sense, because when I lived in San Diego, it was right when those, like, bird scooters came out originally. And they were, like, fishing them out of the bay, because people would throw that in the bay. And I'm like, why would you guys do that? People Mm. are trash. On that note, we're way over our time. So. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. 
been an Am hour. Am I talking and... like in correct sentences? I'm a little yes. worried. Yes, you are. Okay, because I, I feel very flushed right now. <laughs> Oh, this is a good. You should always have a pina colada. Am I sweating? I mean, I feel a little moist. Like, no, it's great. (laughs) Keep keep writing us in your stories, you guys. And uh, if you're reading the Wicked book with us, let us know what you think. Because, oh yeah, please. We're over it. How are there three more books in the series? I don't know. Has he written other books? I don't know. Maybe it has nothing to do with the wicked storyline i'm over it yep well thanks for listening y'all. we didn't even talk about the little mermaid again well it's coming out this week <laughs> i'm excited i'm Comes seeing it tomorrow. tomorrow you're seeing it tomorrow nice i don't know i'm seeing it tomorrow it. me caitlin and leland and ray are going you guys should Aww. go i've have you listened to the soundtrack yet no i listened to the soundtrack because you can listen to it on itunes that's Everyone a smart sounds. marketing ploy Wow, that's a smart marketing ploy. Release that first. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dunning. Well, it almost hit them in the butt because there's one terrible song. Terrible. Oh, really? Like trash. Like, I'm hoping it's like a Sonic the Hedgehog situation when they like the preview came up of the new Sonic and everyone hated that CGI so bad and the look of Sonic that they fixed it for the movie before it came out. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen with this song called Scuttlebutt. That it just disappears and it does not air in the show, in the movie. But I know that's not the case. It is a terrible... I'm like, you... So they cut Daughters of Triton from the Mm. movie. So the first song you hear is Part of Your War. Part of Your World. Oh. Which is... And they said, we just wanted the tension because we all know why you came to watch this. And just to have the first vocalization be what you guys have been waiting for and you're waiting to hear and you're waiting to hear. So they have this, they have orchestration and everything else and it just didn't fit with the storyline that they created. Hmm. And then it's part of your world. Part of your world, which sounds beautiful. And remember how you said I used to hate that one run mm-hmm. she did for B? I don't mind it as much anymore. Oh, good. It's grown on me. I've also now seen it in context in the clip. I still think it's more of a concert version. Whatever. Her other song that they wrote for her, oh, is so fun and it just gets you and it pulls you into the character. Mm. And the Prince Eric song they wrote is my favorite, Unchar- Uncharted Waters. Oh, they wrote a Prince Eric song. That's nice. Yeah. They did not use the two that they wrote for the musical, the Broadway version. They wrote a whole new one, which sounds great and it sounds perfectly placed with the rest of the theme of the music. And then you have this trash song that I just want gone. <laughs> it's like, okay, here's my thing. I know we've gone too long. I don't care. Okay. It was an extended episode. Lin-Manuel Miranda Mm -hmm. did such a good job with Uncharted Waters, which I want to know how much he wrote about that and how much Alan Menken wrote. But he did such a good job with that to blend in with the rest of the tone that's already created. Well, Alan Menken doesn't do do lyrics, right? He only does music. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he does some words here and there, but like, yes, he does the music. Um, So to me... Like we all know Lynn for Hamilton in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the new other Disney one he just did that I really like? Moana. Oh yeah, he did Moana, which was great too. And the the other one, Encanto from Colombia. Yes, Encanto, Encanto. I'm not really sure. Encanto. How to it. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Great. Love them. Love them all. But he created that world and everything that fit into that world. He was not having to create something to fit into a pre-made world, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. 
So it can all be this like Lin-Manuel and we all know Lin for his like the rapping and that like that song that's uh sing songy thing mm-hmm. um kind of like how um the into the woods song time does that sing songy yes yeah but that's not the little mermaid or these classic disney renaissance films little mermaid aladdin beauty and beast that's not that tone so he creates these songs that like fit in with this tone and then randomly out of nowhere and on top of that it's with aquafina who I think is hilarious and I think is fine as Scuttle. And I really do appreciate her in that role. But it is a the sing-songy rap with the melody and the music and the it's it just it is there's no pull from anything previously. It wasn't even like there was a pull from like an under the sea. It was just a, a there's nails on the chalkboard and it is the biggest skip song possible on that soundtrack. Oh, and I'm not I'm not alone every single review the best was like you cut daughters of triton and you make me listen to this trash instead Mm. yikes (laughs) yikes but yeah so that's my uh, but i'm gonna see it and it might be like um one of those songs that you see in context and you prefer like on the screen musical in six musical they have the uh house of Holbein, which is a skip song on the cd but in context, when you watch, you're like, this is so fun. And like you're vibing to it. It's like one of your people's favorites on stage. Because mm. it's just a whole it's a whole different thing. I'm hoping it's like that. But to quote Glenda, I doubt it is. I doubt <laughs> you will. Like, I hope you prove me wrong, but I doubt you will. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But you know, oh, dear. but I'm I'm super excited. Yay. I'll let you know how it is. Well, tell everybody in that group that I said hello. Oh, I will. I will. I will. I'll tell them that we were talking about it on the pod yesterday. Yes. And you will have to report it back because I guarantee you I will not have seen it by the time we record next week. Guarantee you. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Oh, so next week I'm in Disney from Monday till Thursday. So I will not be able to record until Friday. That's fine. We we could record Friday if that works for you. And then you Friday or Saturday, either one. Yeah. Yeah, you'll just have a shorter turnaround. Well, and editing. sometimes That's- these things have been happening where I put them up like like last week's last two episodes have gone up on a Wednesday. It just kind of gives me more time. So yeah. they go up when they go up. I'll always post on my Instagram when they go up. But um, people are still consistent. Sometime during the week. Yeah, it's we try and get it once a week, even if it's not the same day. We've been once a week consistent. Yeah. So. Okay, so yeah, it would have to be Friday or um, Saturday, that's all. Okay, cool. I look forward to Disney stories. Oh, I'm so excited. We have Disney stories for next week. We do. I'm excited. Yeah, it's for mine and Kaylee's birthday. Her 30th, my 34th. So we kind of combined them to like two big things. So yeah, we'll see. Paul has not been to Disney since he was in high school. Oh. And Kaylee's never been to Disney World. Oh. So that's why we're kind of going. Um, that's fine. We've always we've always gone to Universal in Florida for Wizarding World, but I'm just excited to watch Fantastic. Right? Because if you were coming here, you wouldn't see it. <gasps> it's down until Labor Day. Mm, that's so long. Because of the dragon. Because they don't know what caused it yet. They the still $80 don't million know. Dollar dragon. Yeah. Murphy failed. <laughs> <laughs> I found out his name. I found out his name. Her name is Murphy. I thought it was like Henry or something. It's Murphy. That's a good name. Every animatronic has a name. That one, that multi-million dollar dragon was Murphy. 
they just started shooting the flames out of the Maleficent float again in Disney World in uh, only two or three spots on the parade route now. Because that's been so like over a year out. now or something. Well, no, they stopped it uh, after the Phantasmic Dragon. They cut out because they don't oh, know what caused it. They cut all it. the flame from all their shows. Oh. Right. Because they're like, what happened? We don't know what happened. Like, we don't know what caused this. What? Where was the malfunction and what part of the flame system? If it was like the tubing, the computer, a leak, whatever. So they cut all the flames. The flames have now returned into certain aspects of different shows. The Maleficent Parade one that originally caught on fire the first dragon maleficent just saying she needs to be retired in other words. she's just tired she's just, man she's having a rough go she's been around since the beginning <laughs> since after snow white since like is she the second princess she's the second princess she's around since the 40s yeah or is cinderella the second one <gasps> Ooh. i think it i think it was snow it white cinderella beauty i think cinderella was early 50s beauty was late 50s yeah she was the third one was she 50 or was she even 60s? I think 70s? she was 59. I, I don't know how I know this, but. Wait, that is the most random date to know. I know. Because I was obsessed when I was a child. 1959. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She was your princess. Like Ariel was my princess. Aurora was your princess. 1959. Yep. Well, yeah. Maleficent saying I've been around for way too long. Put me up. Yeah. So they they just added to it. So now she does breathe fire again and. I believe it said two or three locations on the route. Makes but sense. Only those ones left in, in very strategic spot. Okay, now we can end this. Sorry. That's okay. We talked about it. Yay. <laughs> I look forward to all of your stories next week because you will have some, I'm yeah. sure. But um, I'll on send that you note, pictures. perfect. Yes, please do. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.